The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Hey there, America. Good morning, and a very good morning to everybody and those of you who will be listening to this and other parts of the galaxy. We're having fun down here on planet Earth, and um, we want to thank you for your assistance and your guidance, at least that's when Sheldon and Colleen Nidal say, and I'm, I'm willing to believe that we've had galactic um, generosity helping us out with, um, actually, we're extracting um, ourselves out of hell. That's pretty much what's been going on, and the hell's been building for years, and the bad guys have been getting away with it, and um, we're, we're pulling out of that mire. You're listening to Waking Up in America, which is a radio magazine, actually, presented by Mary Louise Zen- Zeller, 20 times gold medal taekwondo champion in forums and international Kayani distribution agent. Now, thank you, Mary Louise Zeller. <laughs> that's how we can get up early in the morning to do all of this good stuff. And um, we've got a lot of special things happening on the program. If you hop over um, to... Um, wakingupinamerica.com, you'll see the sponsors all down on the right-hand side of this page, and every one of them is gold that we have been culling for over the years, so uh, do check us out. Um, Dr. Val here with Randy Shannon, with Louis Constantine, and with Lance Gordon. I know that sounds like a superhero. Well, it actually, it is the name of a superhero. And then we've got Mike Vitale um, sitting at the boards here this morning, so... And the show is actually coming from our homes and offices all over the United States. So what can I say? I get up very early in the, in the morning so that I can actually get all the things done that I want to get done before I come on the air with you. Because when, when we come to you on the air, we, we come from our optimum, most maximum space that we know how to create for ourselves in a given morning. So I've already had my minerals and my Kayani and my... I've already put my back in place because my back goes out sometimes, and I, I just do that as a regular daily practice so that I can face each day. I, I play um, a flute message to God in the morning. <laughs> it's, Master, come to me, teach me how to see you know who I am so well. I've been doing that for years, so it sets the tone and the context for my day. And we're here very early in the morning wanting to help you set your own tone and context because you'll actually create out of the context and tone that you set, and you will attract people, okay? So if we're walking around with clubs in our hands wanting to defend ourselves, we're going to attract people or put ourselves into situations in which we fight with clubs. I mean, I love paper cuts. I think paper cuts is a really good way of (laughs) being able to answer the documents that are sent to us, things of that nature. There's experts all over the place Randy Shannon, actually, our co-host here, um, brings information to listeners on that subject all the time. Tad Patterson, 
who was on last week, and John Jay Singleton. These people are all about um, how you win in a paper world. So you, you don't have to um, worry about the future when you're creating the frequency of the future, because certain frequencies, if we, if we do what we can to raise the frequency and the power of the conversation, those other things just start to fall away. So we're hoping that the conversation that we have this morning actually gives you a context for today. And um, we were talking about what we like best. I'm in the Wisdom Seminar in Los Angeles, and as I mentioned, there's over 150 people in that room that want to do nothing but bring the best they can to the planet here. And a lot of our listeners fall into that category, too. So if you hear a telephone ringing or a dog barking or an angel singing <laughs> or a car whizzing by, are you in a car today, Randy, or not? Are you actually in location somewhere? <laughs> I'm actually loading up as we speak. See, see, see? This is like, I'm telling you, we got radio shows on the move, as you could talk about. Lewis, where are you right now? Where Are you at home in your office? Yeah, right on now in of my building? Home. <laughs> no, I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm at home. You're at home, I'm okay. At home. I've got my computer turned on in front of me just in case something interesting comes up that we need to rapidly search. And uh, Yeah. yeah. And what's your room, what room are you sitting in? This is kind of an office studio space. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Give yeah us, so that, that's only a, that's a, that's a whiff, okay, of, of where you're sitting. Uh, are there pictures on the wall? Are there books in your library? Um, well, there are photographs on the wall. Yeah, there are some. Of family, um, friends? No, these are photographs of, that I've taken. and. Uh, oh, so you're a photographer, too. A couple paintings, yeah. Do you paint um, as well? I, I do. I'm not a great painter, but it's uh, something I enjoy doing. Now, see, I never um, knew that about you. Right. Well, you know, you have to keep certain things back so we have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, we can't keep too much back because you're going to be on your journey soon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you like best about your life and and really celebrate a particular item or thing or concept or something, like the sunrise or... All know, right, well, this is going to sound a little bizarre, but um, what I am, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to use the term like because uh, what I'm trying to deal with these days is the concepts of liking and disliking and that there's a better place to be, which is really kind of a place in between, so that we are... Oh, you little um, transformed <laughs> physician, you, for God's sake. <laughs> Don't well, be so darn transformed. No, no, I'm not transformed. <laughs> I'm do, 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 do you like brownies? <laughs> do you like brownies? Do I like brownies? Okay, yes. well, yes, I do like brownies. Okay, now, what, just like a thing without a conversation, just a spontaneous thing that would make you laugh or smile or just celebrate. First thing that comes to your mind. Well, um, I have a lovely friend who uh, every time we're together, all, we, we just start laughing, and then that continues until the very end of our visit. So, well, isn't um, that the best? It is, and it's just a, a unique um, interaction. I mean, I, it just doesn't stop. 
So Yeah, and you're Mr. Chuckles of the radio. I mean, now you have no idea we're going to have to put your chuckle on tape. I mean, I'm going to go into, you know, addictive withdrawal. That would there be fun. Go. And, like, every time we wanted to hear this, we just hit play. <laughs> <laughs> well, get one of those buttons, like the easy ones they sell at Staples, you know, where you push it and it goes easy. Uh, that was easy. Yeah, <laughs> then we won't all get Lewis buttons. Right. That's it, Lewis. You can find your future through chuckle buttons. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm going to have to consider that. Yeah. <laughs> See if we can market a chuckle. That'd be great. Sure. Well, let's find out. Let's find out what um, what our superhero lands Gordon. <laughs> what do you like you're, best? What, do you want to know where I am first? Do you want what? However, you want to do it. Oh well, I'm sitting on my yacht right now. So if you're you're sitting any, on your yacht? Oh, I love it. Where, where's your yacht parked? It's in the backyard? Or is it a lake or no, sea or what? It's on Lake Michigan at McKinley Marina. So if you hear some ducks quacking, there are some... <laughs> I, you might hear some ducks quacking. <laughs> just, oh, just wow. That's lovely. Just in case what where's coming from. But they're usually pretty quiet if you toss them. They come around for, for some snacks in the morning because I usually toss them out some popcorn. I was out very late last night, so I just slept on it, and I got up this morning and, and almost had uh, a cold ran earlier. But um, this is living the dream, I'll tell you. I was out with a whole bunch of friends last night, and we stayed out. There. The moon was sh- shining off the lake. It was so gorgeous. It was just, I just didn't want to go go, back, go in. And when I realized what time it is, then I said, oh, my God, it's Friday. I've got to do the radio show in the morning. I better get to bed. <laughs> So I just went to bed. It's like a huge water bed. Oh, wow. Well, you probably even got a nice smell going on there, too, that you're aware of, like the the air of the lake or, or something oh, yeah. of that nature. Very, very, it's actually pretty clean. It's it's um, very, you can see, it's work o'clock. I heard the fishermen going out. They get up at 4, and they all blunt, They start their boats up, and they, they take off to go fishing at 4, 4.30 in the morning. So I just wave them up. I love it. And you watch, you get in a good mood. You watch the sunrise on the. I said, "This is the life." What did I do to deserve that? I wish everybody could live like this. And and uh, the friends that I've got are the people around the boat are they're from all different. I had a uh, a fellow named Jamil who's a Muslim, and I had a couple of Jewish guys and Chris. I look at the eclectic group and they're all having such a good time and they're they're enjoying each other they're great they're the, that's one of the things you said what do I enjoy my, most about my life and I guess I'd have to say my friends because he comes from such a diverse background and they were all getting along together and then I got up on the TV and I see over in Iraq they're fighting and killing each other Muslims and Christians and, and we're having a good time I mean they, why can't the rest of the world be like this if, well, it can. Um, this this is the possibility we have to share. What Lewis's experience, I'm going to come back to Randy when she's got her car packed and find out what's going on. Um, but here we are in different places. I'm I'm in Topanga lands, okay? And I can smell the mountain air. And sometimes during the program, hummingbirds will come in because um, I have bird feeders and things like that around. And I... I'm planting plants, actually, so that the monarch butterflies will be attracted to the property. And I'm restoring an old house, an older house. Okay, and it smells really good up here, and it's really incredibly quiet, and this is one of my absolute favorite times of the day. Wow. That's really so, living the dream. Yeah, we are living the dream. 
Yeah, I don't know how I got here, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely terrific. <laughs> you know how we got to where we got to. I actually, this is my birthday weekend, guys. Happy birthday. Um, Thank you very well, happy much. Birthday. Happy birthday. Should we birthday. sing? Yeah, you actually, that'd be cool. I love that. You're going to lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, here's the other thing. Uh, it's also my 30th year at Landmark Education. So my capacity and my ability to sustain a, a vision from 1987 to today, you know, the 15th of October, it comes out of the work that I've done with Landmark and also Insight Training Seminars and then other seminars during the time, and also my training as a marriage family child counselor. Um, and also my, um, I'm also licensed minister in Adventures and Enlightenment from, from Terry Cole Whitaker. I never talked about it much because I thought it sounded a little bit like being on a, um, a carny ride or something like that. And then I realized carny rides are pretty much what we're doing here on planet Earth. So a toast to you, Terry Cole Whitaker, for all that you gave me with Adventures in Enlightenment and our time on the radio together and um, the power of positive thinking. And by the way, according to the Brain Research Institute guys, uh, National Geographic, positive thinking does actually restructure the wiring in the brain. Now, that book is very interesting. So if you want to find out how you function... Even to those of us that have had really severe trauma in the past, I don't know if you guys know it, but it seems like we don't even remember the trauma exactly. We remember the last time we experienced the trauma. So if you can do a process, I happen to do one called directed breath, um, where I can actually help people neutralize the, the past conversations and voices, some of which are generational. Guess what? They just start to get happier. So... I certainly could be, I could see how I could be a suicide bomber if I had to step over my, um, my the, the bodies of my families and things of that nature. Um, but I also see just as strongly, uh, we had a guest on the radio a number of years back, and her name was Hadani Dittmar. And Hadani had written a book actually called, um, I think it is something about dancing, okay? But it had to do with Iraq. And... What she said was is that Iraq was originally a cradle of civilization and that the people there were really committed. So they would actually, um, they were committed to their spirituality, many of them. So what they'd do is they put on the blackout curtains and when the world was being so horrible outside, they would dance. And in the dancing, they created future generations. And in the dancing, they created heaven out of hell, many of them. And we're at that place now where that's exactly what we, we need to be making choices because the brain can only hurt, handle certain frequencies. It can't do two at the same time. So if, you're, if we're into anger and rage, we're not going to see the place the possibility fits in. Or if we're into revenge, uh, there's no place for love inside of that. So waking up and... Uh, America is a commitment to you reframing and restructuring your reality and experiencing possibility and completion and the willingness to serve in the world and how would that look. And um, I just love what we do here. I love being on the radio. If you ask me what really I love about my life, I think I have an extraordinarily fabulous life. I'm surrounded by landmark graduates who um, 
speak the language of transformation and effectiveness and love and generosity and all that stuff. And I love the point of view that we have at looking and being with other people. And I totally get off on what I've been doing with the house. It's looking better and better all the time. And I've got my um, 74th birthday coming up, and I realized that 7 and 4 actually add up to 11. So I'm claiming this to be the lucky year. And ever since uh, we started having a conversation with Lance and Lewis and Randy about living to be 200 years that was inspired by Mr. Ron Zeller, thank you very much. His book is available at our website. Ever since we started doing that, we started living into the possibility of being 200 years old, Lance. I'm spreading it around, by the way, Lance, just so you know. I'm working on the landmark training seminar (laughs) and the leaders, because they all think they're going to die. They're inside of the paradigm of when you have to die, okay? Mm. And ever since we took on this conversation, I've actually had people report to me that they know people 200 years old. Either of you guys? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, have we known one? I I haven't known one, but I've read about a lot of them. Uh They don't live in the big cities, I don't believe. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, they don't, actually. It's a frequency thing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, I used to live up in the mountains in Tibet or something. <laughs> yeah. With uh, no or, pollution. Well, that's no the Breatharians. Like, no kidding. I, that one I that one takes... I think I, I've heard that there are like two or three Breatharians uh, on Earth. So, um, Randy, what makes your life... You know, what do you love about your life? Well, um... You know, I just have always believed that I've had an anointing, okay? I've just always, like, felt it. And so even when I do dumb things, I just know somehow I'm going to get out of them. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a weird inner thing, you well, know? You never do I, dumb things. You never do dumb things. <laughs> oh, yes, we yeah. do. Don't yet. even pretend you've never done something done. Never <laughs> pretend that. That's such a... <laughs> you can't get through this without doing a dumb thing. Yeah, so, you know, you just got to, like, I live with this, this thing of I can just let it bounce off and move on, and I just really believe life is a, just an incredible adventure and live it. And there's this funny thing, too, because I just, this is a kind of selfish and something I just feel about myself. I feel like the party hasn't started yet till I arrive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You really sound like a Leo. You know that, don't you? That's what we're (laughs) accused of all the time. Well, I am definitely a Capricorn, and I think even if you think you're having fun, it's not even ever going to be as fun until I'm there. (laughs) 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 I know you've got a Leo in your chart somewhere. I can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just have a blast in life, and I, I love people, and and I love my friends, and I love everyone on this call. I love what I do. I go down roads, like most people will go to college and they'll just do like what they think they need to do or they'll get into a career that they absolutely hate. And I chose that path that was not plowed yet. And I, I love that. And I go where my passions are, which is health and nutrition and teaching and inspiring and, um, you know, helping people, like the law stuff that I do. So those are the paths that I went down. Had I gone to college, like so many, uh, and, and nothing wrong with it, but it had I finished it, okay, because I did go. But I took courses like when everyone else was taking really brainiac-type courses, I was in scuba. 
aerobics. Um, I took fun courses. And it's not that I didn't take, you know, the math courses and the accounting and all of that, but I added to my schedule because I just enjoy life and adventure and wanted to have fun while I was even doing college. So, and that's just kind of been the map and the path of my life. I don't know how it happened, but it, it did, and I love it, and I'm super glad. And, you know, some days I don't know where the next check's going to come from, and there's adventure in that, too. It's like, okay, well, I better get to work. Right, you know? I know exactly what you're talking about. So, um, those are, I, you know, there was a lot of loves in there. There's a lot of things that I love about life. You know, my son and I, I don't know if I mentioned last week, I don't know if I had done it yet, but we went to... Colorado this past week and we ran off the top of a mountain and paraglided down. We each had a tandem partner and it was awesome. So just really? one thing off the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a real yeah, fall I mountain. I love this. <laughs> it was in uh, Glenwood Springs, which I love, love, love that little town. And it's about two and a half hours west of Denver. So you're out of the city in the thick of it. And then, you know, we got on the road, we went up north from Montana to Kalispell, and we met with Pastor Chuck Baldwin, who was also the presidential candidate on the, for the Independent Party or Libertarian Party in 08, and that was the second time I got to meet with him and talk with him, so that was really neat, and um, met some radio people that I've been on air with that I never laid eyes on before, and now we physically got to actually talk and sit down and have dinner, and it was just amazing and this was a no planned whirlwind just a two-week road trip and uh, it's, it's soon coming to an end it'll be over this next week but uh, I'm in Iowa right now and I don't know how many states we did and how many visits with people and it was just amazing I loved it I met people that I've been doing law stuff with for over a year and a half and um, got to lay eyes on them and you know, give them big hugs and tell them how proud of them I am for the fight, for the standing that they do. And it was just awesome. I, I just love life. Those are moments that <laughs> most people never, ever can get. And I got them. And I get them. And I get them with you guys. I love being on air with you guys. It's like a whole other family when we come on radio. And yeah, the we know, we, by the way, listeners, we don't know where the conversations are going. We just oh, know that we want to create a, a context, and we're... We like to not. We're not just creating this context for you, by us being on the radio and putting out our wishes, dreams, visions, and all of that into the universe. Guess what? We're creating our own context and our own reality. So I had a chance of when the FBI came to visit me, whether I met him with a teacup or whether I met him <laughs> with a broom handle, you know. And I chose to meet him with a teacup, and we had a blast. And that's what happens when you have a life that you love. You, there's a faith that occurs. You heard it when Randy was talking about how even when she makes a mistake, she knows somehow she's going to get out of it. I totally know this, too. I mean, even when I had my, all quotes, could have been fatal car accident in February, um, I was like, I wasn't worried about whether I was going to die or not. The question was, I said as the car was rolling over. Hmm, I wonder if this is it. <laughs> Meaning, is <laughs> this where I leave I have. <laughs> What? Those are the thoughts I have when, when I think there's a hairy situation. Oh, yeah. well, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's what happens when you're detached. I really, I swear to goodness, I think that the, 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 the job of human beings is to get themselves detached from the things that we use um, to 
actually to stay inside the paradigms, you know. We live mm-hmm. inside of conversations about how healthy we are and how old we are. And I've been on telomeres now for, um, I was excited about that possibility of our good doctor being here. We're going to have Norm Sheely on, and he's um, hopefully next week. And he's a man that knows a lot about telomeres and regrowing the caps on your DNA, and the beauty of that is it actually ends up using you. So I said, okay, I'll do that. Now, some people are looking to get off the planet because they think life is too hard. Eh, I don't think so. I think our job is to be here and to be of service and be part of the, call it a transition team or anything you want for your family. Course in Miracles says, that the person with the highest consciousness is responsible for the family. So, you know, take a look and see where you think you fit in. I want to, before we um, go into part two of this grand experience today, I want to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, and also, I want to say <laughs> I want to say thank you to Jesus for the Lord's Prayer. And, and the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic actually means to go out and get that which is yours. And I'm actually suggesting that getting yourself good health is part of what's yours. And certainly, um, if you investigate the things that are talked about on this radio program and follow the links to the websites, um, these are quality human beings that we've been collecting for years. So once again, we mentioned that our presenting sponsor is Kayani, um, and that was also available through Dr. Louis Constantine. You'll find his um, Kayani um, bites on the on the internet. We're going to leave that there. Um, Lewis will be going on a journey, um, checking out his vision and his fantasies to see um, what reality he'd like to create, and we want to leave uh, a thank you to him on the website. So he'll be sending out Kayani Bites to those of you that sign up. We have Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar, which I had as most recently as this morning, because <laughs> that's a part of my daily practice. And it's I've been practicing that, uh, the drink of waking up in America, and um, I also include Sir Jason Winter tea when I want either iced tea or I'm looking for um, a nice warm tea. My personal favorite is peach, and to know that you can enjoy the good flavors of tea and be building your immune system at the same time, it's terrific stuff. If we were in another country, you know, I could even allude to the fact that a lot of these things that I'm talking about um, have had an effect on things that you think are inevitable diseases, one of which begins with C. Okay. <clears throat> also, ProTandem, which is a blood purifier. Um, follow the links, read up on these things, because I'm giving you a signpost. I'm not going to give you the entire conversation about all of these things. CloningCompany.com actually helps you clean up the damage from um, chemtrails and things of that nature, also the GMOs and the other food because it actually clears out your eustachian tubes and helps you support your lymphatic system. You heard Randy Shannon talking about 42action.org. That's part of where she gets her hot sauce from. Um, she also is a triathlete. <laughs> when she talks about being physical, she isn't kidding. And on top of that, she also happens to be beautiful. So, you know, it's not a bad life she's put together for herself. Um, Aqua Chi is actually an amazing detox foot bath, and the stories behind all of these are at the website. Go to the link. Um, and while you're doing all this, you might want to be snacking on some El Pinto salsa, which is available at Ralph's, and also visit El Pinto Restaurant in Albuquerque. I was actually talking with um, Jim just yesterday, and they actually do yoga, and um, <laughs> I love it. 
yoga and uh, margaritas on Sundays over there. So um, if, if you're a yogi master that wants to just relax a little bit and have a margarita, that's the place to do it. Uh, Marketing with the Stars puts out 100,000 emails minimum very to very you know, the kind of people you want to be talking to. So anytime you send out an email, you have the opportunity to create something and find out whether your word is attracting. I love emails through through um, Raw because what I get a chance to do is experiment and find out um, what what of my um, mailings are are getting responses to and what, what aren't, what makes people move. I'm interested in what makes you guys move because we're sitting here with a golden platter with these people that I hang out with here on Saturday mornings and on the rest of the world. And we're here and we're thriving and we want you to join us, okay? So we want to know what you love about your lives too. So alkaline restructured water always helps love. <laughs> and actually, when you're hydro, when you have your water, um, alkaline restructured water actually makes the water molecule one half the size of a regular molecule. Okay, and it's absorbed more easily. So people that are hydrated have uh, <laughs> more fluid lives. There was a little joke there. Okay, we have drvalerie.com. Um, that's where the emotional clearing process that I was talking about that goes through your uh, back. You can even do the legacy of your DNA and clear out any incompletions from your ancestors. It's outrageously good, fun work. I'll give you a free demonstration if you call me at 310-455-8623. And then you definitely need to hop over and check out LanceGordon.com. This is the dude that's sitting on his yacht, okay? And I suspect he's sitting on his yacht because he likes minerals so much. Am I correct, Lance? You are correct. Tell, tell the listeners how you got to where you got to in the business that makes you so happy. Um, I actually started um, off with a, a company called Javolution Coffee Company that had a, had a vitamin coffee. They put vitamins in the coffee. And uh, I went down to take a look at it. It's actually in Miami. And um, we ended up merging with a company called Longevity. We became a public company. Um, we were doing about $3 million in sales uh, at the time in 2009. And uh, I had stock in the company, uh, JavaFit. And the, uh, with the merger, the stock became quite valuable. And hence, I was able to write out a check for this yacht. And uh, through the business uh, ventures... Do you mind me asking? Um, do you mind me asking how much your yacht cost? Uh, it's about a quarter million. I thought it might be big like that. Yeah, it's, and it's, what what's your background? Before well, actually, I, actually, I don't I don't have a background in nutrition, and I didn't. I've learned a lot about it. I probably have the equivalent of a degree in it. But I, I'm actually a certified public accountant, and I'm a <laughs> tax I'm a tax. I wanted consultant. you to I wanted you to put that out too. I'm a tax uh, consultant. So the, I want you to get who's talking here. <laughs> this is a guy that's keeping track. This and is I the just, guy uh, who's following his heart and his possibility. And I never planned that it would end up this way, but I took a little uh, end run, uh, flanking movement, and uh, I just went down there actually for a friend. I, I do a lot of consulting, and he found out about this company. He wanted me. He couldn't go down, and he sent me down to look at it for him, and he wanted to know if it was a good investment, something he should uh, invest in, because he, he did advertising for the company. And they were launching this new venue and um, venture, 
And I went down to take a look at it for him. And he did not get involved, and I did. And he looked at what happened to me, and he's broke. And he said, I just saw him the other day. He said, why in the world? I, I said, that was the dumbest thing I did. You told me to get involved in this, and I didn't, and you did. And now look, look where you are compared to where I am. So he's been kicking himself. And that just goes to show you, if you, you know, a lot of people see things, and you look at them, and they say that's really good, but they never take any action. And it's the people that take action and actually do something they're the ones that are rewarded. If you look at all the people that are sitting on these yachts, they're, you know, because I know there's a lot of wealthy people down here. There's some multi, multi-million dollar yachts down here. And uh, they all are entrepreneurial stuff. And if you look at every one of them, because I talked to them and I know them, they all took action where other people didn't. Everybody well, said, oh, I had this exactly great invention, that. but I never did anything with it. Well, you've got to go out and do something. Ideas are a dime a dozen, but the people that put them into action are priceless. Let me tell you a little something, Lance, about Terry Cole Whitaker, for those listeners um, that know who I'm talking about. She wrote a book, I don't know, the 80s maybe, saying what you think of me is none of my business, and she was a, she is, I'm sure, still um, a Christian science minister, and I just love her dearly. I'm actually one of Terry's ministers. I haven't talked to her in a few years, though, but I did go up to her farm in Olympia, Washington years ago, and Terry Cole Whitaker is known for having a very kind heart, amongst other things. So she was letting the homeless camp on her property there, Lance. And here's what she said to me. She said, they're wonderful people, Val, but they never complete anything. I think that's why they're homeless. And I always thought her observations were incredibly relevant. And she was suggesting that people were ending up being homeless because they weren't um, taking the steps necessary and I think it's to actualize your dream. I think you can let things slip through your fingers with um, just as much ease as you can grab onto life and enjoy it. I actually bought myself a engagement ring this week because <laughs> I like to be symbolic. Guys, so guess who I'm engaged to? Or what I'm engaged to? In. I don't know. Life. Life. I decided that I was engaged in life, and I mean like really engaged. And I started wearing this engagement ring, and it just makes me chuckle every time I look at it because it reminds me to engage. Is there a diamond in it? <laughs> yes, there is a big fat one. And it's <laughs> that was just an excuse to buy yourself a big diamond. You I did. <laughs> you ought to see how cool it looks. The people go, oh, my yeah. God, who gave you that? <laughs> right. Who gave me that was me because I just got engaged, okay? It was like I'd been... The effect of the 200-year conversation, dudes, is actually affecting me as well. Quite Don't ever tell my wife that you did that because she would look, she's looking at a diamond that she'd like to get. She'll use that as an excuse. I know, I know. <laughs> and if she listens to the show, she's got it, so I suggest you tell her first. <laughs> <laughs> Create a little, a few brownie points for yourself. But it was funny. I Actually, what happened was I, I found a ring that I really, really, really liked that was a good price. And the only finger it would fit on was my engagement finger, and then I started to laugh. And I thought, okay, so who are you engaged, what are you engaged with, or who are you engaged to? And it went life, and then I just really laughed. So That's a good idea. There, you, need, you need to find something that just tickles you. It doesn't matter if anybody else that tickles them. I don't care. You know, people come over. I have a telephone, guys. I got, like, jewels all over the back of it. It's a jeweled lion on the back of my cell phone. I mean, it is bling that leaves bling in the dust, okay? I love this thing. It came from China. I paid $8.95 for it on eBay. 
I love it. People go, oh, that's really gaudy, right? And all this kind of stuff. And I go, really good for the phone that it's not yours, that it's mine, because I love it. And that's, and that's it. it. You got to just love it. it. Mm-hmm. I just love it. So I love my cell phone lion that's all glittery <laughs> with, with little twinkles and jewels. I love watching a deer go across the mountainside. I love living in Topanga because it's not predictable. I don't know what's going to happen here. Anything. We could be up all night because the coyotes are having whoopee. Well, now you gave me a great idea because I've been getting a lot of heat since I bought this yacht. And my wife says we don't need it. And uh, I'm just going to tell her it's a celebration of life. That's it. Right. But I suggest that while you're celebrating the life that you are celebrating, that you make sure she gets something that's a celebration of life that she loves just as much as you love. Believe me, Val. Believe me, Val. Ellen, his wife, whom I adore, uh, whenever it's it's pretty funny because I've known Lance and Ellen a long time. Whenever Lance would leave town on any of our business trips, Ellen, she would she would drop things to him beforehand. Hey, I think we need a sidewalk in the back. Or, hey, I think we need to redo the bathroom. And Lance would go away and be gone a week or whatever. He'd come back and there was a new sidewalk or there was a new redone bathroom. So she took, the, the construction crews were moving in as she took me to the airport. <laughs> I came home, I couldn't believe what she did. Um, I told her. I used to do the same thing with my husband. I I think we have a club, by the way, Lance. You don't stand a chance. I know. Yeah, I I went on one trip, and I had my office, and I said, don't touch anything. It looks messy, but everything in this office, I know where it is, and you'd really, you'd really give me problems if you touched a thing. Well, she completely, I had a family room that I turned into my office, and now she wanted me in a basement office, and she moved the entire thing down into the basement while I was gone. And converted it, knocked out a wall, and converted it into this beautiful family room, all new furniture. And I came home, and where's my office? <laughs> I said, "I told you not to touch anything." She said, "No, everything's in the exact same spot. It's just in the basement." But I didn't. <laughs> Did she actually put your confusion down in the basement? She put, yeah, she put that without every. That is piece, funny. Every piece of paper was exactly where it was. She, she must have taped it there so it wouldn't move. She probably took a picture, too, of the room. Yeah. I love this woman. I love her. <laughs> she said, you told me not to move any of the paper. <laughs> you didn't say don't move the office. <laughs> so there I was. And on top of that, she completely replaced the back patio, tore up the concrete and put a whole bigger one in, new shrubbery and everything. What's funny, Val, what's funny, Val is one of those first shows we did with Lance, uh, his granddaughter chased him out, if you remember, on the back patio. And then he had to go to the basement where he's got no cell phone coverage. And this is a man who lives on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I tried to tell so her if you move me in the that? basement, I can't talk on my cell phone anymore. So she didn't understand that. She, well, when you she can puts get a her mind to it. for your cell phone. You know like, that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like like you said, uh, once a while, you know, the, you guys have a, you women have a club and there's no fighting it. <laughs> That's, That's true. It. When the mind is set, there's nothing we can do about it. And you know what? We picked each other because we knew that's the way it was. That's right. <laughs> I've given up. Of course, they I can't talk stay. about opposites attracting, so it sounds like it's working for you. Well, since I bought that boat, I can't tell her we don't need that anymore when she buys something. You need a third purse. How about your boat? Never mind. How much does it cost <laughs> to fill the tanks up on that thing? $1,500 every time you fill it up? I said, okay, just go get it. I, I, I'm right now. She, that's why she let me get it because now she can buy anything she wants, and I can't. I know. She, it. I, as I said, we we share tips. Okay. 
She's got yeah, it. That works. <laughs> you sure did. Lewis, what about you? I, I, I haven't even heard a chuckle back here. No chuckles, huh? No chuckles. Well, yeah. Are you just no sitting chuckles. there watching the tennis ball go back and forth, or what are you up to? <laughs> That's right. I'm listening to the tennis ball. You know, you're talking about uh, <laughs> control. Um, who has control? And you were talking earlier, Val, about this interesting experience you had called an auto accident when, for a moment, you didn't know if it was over. And I've had experiences like that. Maybe uh, probably everyone has where for a split moment, you don't know how long, but life goes by very, very slowly. You have no control because you're in the midst of the event. Yep. Let's say it's an auto accident and your car is rolling or it's spinning across multiple lanes of traffic like happened to me once. Um, and just for that very brief instant, you know, you realize that you don't know what the outcome is going to be and you have no ability to physically influence what's going to happen. It's a very unique and very special state, and it, we, we don't even think about what happened in that moment and how precious that's, that, that experience can be. Um, and just think, uh, to be able to reproduce um, that experience of letting go completely um, and knowing that inside that there is this thing called consciousness there is this thing called God. You can think of it however you want to, but there's a higher space, a higher place, ultimately, that we all originate from, and that really to sort of have to have our hands tightly gripped around our futures may not be really the best way to go about living because it really prevents us from listening and hearing and participating and um, exploring more fun things like Randy was talking about. You know, if you're so focused on a degree and then a professional school uh, curriculum, whether it's law or, or uh, medicine or whether you have to get that PhD so then you can get into that industry, and you're always driven, driven, driven because you have this idea that there's an endpoint in mind, um, wow, you really miss out on a much broader experience which is really contained in that little split-second moment when there is a potential catastrophe uh, just around the corner. And so, you know, that's what I've been thinking about as I've been listening to the various pieces of contribution that have been coming from you guys. Um, and then I, uh, something that's a little bit related but not quite that I want to share that I just learned about that maybe you're aware of, Val and Randy and Lance, um, but a friend of mine shared with me the other day is this thing which is called autonomous, I'm sorry, autonomous meridian, uh, autonomous sensory meridian response, ASMR. You can look it up, uh, ASMR in Google, and you can get the Wikipedia piece huh. and a whole lot more. And this is a, an area that has been called a pseudoscience because there's no scientific validation, but apparently many, many people have had these, you know, have submitted these anecdotes and a whole little culture has developed around producing videos which are designed to elicit this response. Um, and for people who have trouble sleeping or who have panic disorders or just generalized anxiety, it may be another way to induce a state of relaxation and a place where they can sort of let go. Again, it's this concept of not having to be in control. And not everybody has this response. But it's a response that's elicited by um, phenomenon like repetitive uh, sounds 
repetitive, slow, soft-spoken um, things. Like, for example, um, there's this video of this woman, and you don't see her. You just see her hands uh, very, in a very soft way, in a very repetitive way, showing people how to fold bath towels, hand towels. <laughs> <laughs> And, you, you know, for some people that's going to be the most boring thing, and for others it can induce this very relaxing state. And I was reading an article that was written in the New York Times uh, sometime past about this, and this, this, uh, the, the reporter noticed that when he got on the subway, he sat down next to this gentleman who started reading the newspaper, and as he began to change the pages softly, the guy began to have this tingling sensation, and he became very, very sleepy. And he realized he connected this back to when he was a child. His father, who had this home office that he worked in, was always shuffling papers. And that was always happening late at night. And it's the sound that he heard as he went to sleep. Um, and, and so as he began to explore this, he realized that this is in this phenomenon of autonomous sensory meridian response. And so I just bring it up because it's something I just learned about. Um, I'm going to explore it some more. Um, but if, if, if uh, folks, if you're not familiar with this, it may be something worth looking into. Uh, you may be one of the people who responds to these kinds of events, and there's a whole culture of people who have developed videos on YouTube that with a lot of fans who are people who are finding that just these simple, repetitive, monotonous sounds or videos um, are having a healing uh, effect. Uh, so. I know it's kind of flight of ideas, but it's what came up as I was uh, listening to uh, to everyone um, add their experiences. Oh, it's absolutely okay. lovely what what you're talking about. And I'm also thinking as we um, come in towards the uh, end of today's program that if anybody invites you to go to a Wisdom Course Community Sunday, just say yes. Um, I've never had so much fun in my life, and I love the fact that we get to share it with people and that members of our family and communities come to Wisdom Sunday. Here in Los Angeles, most of you um, are going to be hearing the show first in Albuquerque, so by the time you hear it in Los Angeles, which will be on Wednesday, um, this particular course event will be over. However, if you know anybody in a Wisdom course or you call Landmark Education, wherever that is located in your city, and you ask them when's your wisdom course meeting and you go to one of those Sundays, you are going to find out some of the most extraordinary human beings that you have ever come across in your life because we paid $3,000 to go and find out how to make this place better for everyone and how to um, express ourselves and be complete with our past and have adult conversations. and. When we are locked in the past and having a reaction of helplessness and victimization, um, we're not having an adult conversation. We're actually having a conversation that's being regurgitated from childhood. And it gets regurgitated because you, you simply it hasn't been neutralized yet or completed yet. It's as though a baseball pitcher who wound up to pitch a ball 40 years ago never let go of the ball. Mom, our emotions were meant to be felt in a moment, not to be sustained over time. Like, my father did something to me when I was four, and I've hated him, and you hate him like a rock. 
not like you hated him for that thing he did when he was four. So my training as a marriage family child counselor and what's been in the context of the 27 years, this is also my 27th going on 28th year in radio, has to be create a context where the things that are terrorizing us and upsetting us and hurting us are actually reframed, okay, that we look at it from a different point of view. Um, Actually, a lot of our pain comes from not accepting what's going on and um, not and, and suppressing our feelings, so they end up affecting us later. So I'd rather have my life run by a 74-year-old and my 3-year-old who was mad at somebody about something and never got over that and kept re-triggering it. So we have the choice here. There's many good people around. You know, if you're not attracted to the particular conversation that I'm offering you at drvalerie.com, the stuff that Norm Sheely is, is doing, the stuff that Louis Constantine is doing, uh, the stuff that Lance Gordon is doing, this is all stuff, the, 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 everything that Randy Shannon's doing, the listeners, we've got just incredible people that show up as guests on the show. All of these people are here to contribute to the possibility of um, taking war off the planet. I mean, my God, war is basically a money-making machine. It's been that way from the beginning. Somebody wanting what somebody else has. I mean, I know a lot of people in, um, are upset about all the Mexicans that have come over the border. Well, you know, I don't like the way they're coming over the border because I think everybody needs to be educated about the country that they're coming into and take ownership for that rather than painting the walls with graffiti. So I'd like to see that change. But I found out that one of our presidents just decided they wanted half of Mexico. I'm trying to remember which one it was. You happen to know, Randy, it was in that book we read, you know, about the people's history. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying the to think. I don't know either. He just wanted Mexico, so he took half of it. Right. You know? I mean, this is... All, all we're dealing with is repercussions of repercussions of wars of wars on top of wars for wars for more wars, okay? It's our turn. The women are getting together and we're cleaning house. And uh, any, <laughs> any man that wants to take on a house cleaning job with us is totally welcome, Okay. So let's clean our houses. Let's fall in love with our families. Let's frame things in such a way. If if we need training or we need assistance or something, let's go get it. I've I've given exchanges. I've paid huge sums of money to move myself through whatever it is that was keeping me. I had a really dramatic things going on in my background. I had. Uh, a lot of post-traumatic shock syndrome. You guys that have that, you, you normally have to be in a war um, to really understand it. Like everybody knows about it in war, but here's the truth of the darn stuff. We've all got post-traumatic shock, shock syndrome in our lives somewhere because if your dad hauled up and smacked your mom or something like that, that's PSTD. So. You can, we can choose our way out of that by celebrating what's important to us so that we put our attention on, on the powerful things in life, on the things that make us happy, on the things that make us smile and laugh. I love that Lewis can get together and just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. I love it. I feel the same way. And you can hear Lance laughing on his boat and Randy laughing. <laughs> when you jumped with your son, what was that like? And then just one sentence about what that's like because we're going to be signing off.
signing off in two minutes. Yeah, and I've got, and I've got a minute of that, so get going, guys. What's the question? Something about, something about my son, did you say? Something about just signing that moment. Just Oh, just, gosh. Thank the moment. What, what was the, in that moment? And we're almost out of time. Running off the mountain, exhilarating. Running off the mountain and paragliding with my son this last week, exhilarating. It felt like, okay, let it all go. If now's my time, it's my time. Let's go. Live. Hey, I'm thankful for the protection I've had my whole life. I've had so many potentially traumatic events, and always, always, always there was a force around me that kept me going and kept me alive. And kept Perfect. Me alive. Lance. I am a billionaire when it comes to friends and family and grandkids because that's where the uh, real wealth is. Yeah, he has. He didn't even tell the truth. He's actually a trillionaire. This program <laughs> has been brought to you by Kirkard Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, ConingCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Denver, Tiffy Hedren, Carol Channing, Deepak Chopra, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, Esther Williams, In Memoriam, and... Um, DrValerie.com and doctors all spelled out, and also Robin Williams. You, I'm, I'm blessed. We thank our producers and sponsors. A big thank you to our team at Voice America: Jess Bernard, Nathan Jed, Brad Comer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, Demont, and our friends at Cumulus Radio: Mike Vitale and Ron Simon. To John Young at TotallyGospel.com. A big thanks for all the airtime and friendship you have given us over the years. A big thanks to John Thomas, our webmaster, who's actually going to be opening up his own business, and merci beaucoup to Bent Migan for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to you as a free MP3. Download or email next week. Invite a friend to listen. Write us at valetwakingupinamerica.com. And remember, Sidious, Eltius, Fortius, do a miss for today. Give someone a boost and um, celebrate your life. And you're not crazy anymore. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all in you, pouring through, now your heart is Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.